0: Here we go, the middle of November, the final three-slash-four weeks of high school football here in Kansas City. Dion Clisso of Preps KC, he's got his coffee. It's a big coffee mug there. You need it, though. It's going to be a I I
1: do need it. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I, I've been battling a, a cold now for uh, – kind of got on me on Sunday. Now, it's this, it's a sore throat which I hate I hate sore throats worse than anything that's the you could they're the worst aren't they yeah you could do a lot to me uh but a sore throat really is what takes me down and and then it, you know wasn't too bad and you know not too much cough or nothing like that not it's not like chest cold or like that. It's just you know kind of head drainage the whole thing and so now the only problem is that like I've slept the last two days during the day and now I can't sleep at night uh, slept I so much yeah so last night was better but still not great. I I I have things going on today that I cannot take a nap or, or rest, so I will probably hit a wall and, and crash and have a good night's sleep yeah. tonight, which will hopefully springboard my, my recovery even more. All right, well, we're going to talk
0: you through it here on Snap Tackle. Pod. Yeah, well, uh, this is the beginning of well.
1: the, 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 to pull the curtain back. This is the beginning of about five hours of talking because we do the radio show right after yeah. this, so. This might be the best I sound all day, so we'll see how it It goes. (laughs) It
0: was almost like you're out in the
1: elements Friday night. I'm sure
0: there's a lot of like coaches and players that are kind of feeling that way.
1: Uh, Sam Kanopic and I were texting yesterday, and he's like, he said that's how he felt it. He's like, I said, yeah, but I was in I was indoors the entire time, so I have really no excuse. Uh, Just just picked up whatever bug, you know. My (laughs) wife's teaching in a new building, yeah. She's already had she's already had strep, uh, and kind of got something again. So I think I got kind of I didn't get the strep, but I think I got. Whatever she brought home last week, and now I've kind of given it back to her. So yeah. we're, you know, it's uh, it's one of those deals. So yeah, it is what it is. It's that this time of year could be worse. It, could it be is. Totally. It's November football.
0: And we had weather last Friday. Uh, some games moved to uh, to Thursday, but most of them played on Friday night. Some delayed a little bit, and uh, I've been really wreaked havoc on a lot of games. But there were a couple surprises, maybe. That had to do with the weather. I'm kind of thinking first of uh Gardner Edgerton and Blue Valley uh Northwest. Not that was a surprise that Gardner won. They're a good team, but
1: I feel like that the elements really played into their favor. I think that I think that definitely was a good game for them to play element wise. And um, you know, and and I think it's interesting to see how different areas did it. And I think there was a worry of there was like a lightning swap. Yeah. It was on the Missouri side about 5:30, six o'clock. And to give you an idea, Grain Valley didn't start until eight-ish. Fort Osage started on time. Yeah. Um, and so you know, and, and well, it no didn't, didn't start until
0: eight. Was it eight thirty? No, eight o'clock. And but just south of there, the 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 games at ODAC and at Gardner started on time. Started on
1: time. So I don't know if that uh, the, the lightning thing I think kind of dissipated around the seven o'clock hour, but they'd already made decisions in places to bump back. I think Liberty bumped back to eight or Liberty North bumped back to eight. So, you know. Uh, all things being equal, if it was a full 60 game slate and I was the one allowed to schedule it, we'd start yeah. games at four with about four or five games. And then every 15 to 20 minutes add another four or five until we got to about seven thirty-eight o'clock. That makes the scoreboard much easier to run. No, it it's okay? a long, it spreads it out over a longer, a high time. school football commissioner, yes. Kansas, which you yes. kind of are, you know, which, you know, if, if it were TV wise, you'd want to do that. You want to stagger your start time so more people could watch, but uh you know, like you could go to a, a four a o'clock game and a seven.
0: Started game. every twelve minutes or whatever.
1: Yeah, so uh, that's that's what I would do. But no, it uh, it wasn't. A, I mean, it, it was a wet, I mean, you were out in it. It was a wet night. It rained like crazy in spots. Yeah. I mean, it was it was coming down. And uh, but the, the lightning, I think, dissipated right around seven o'clock or so. The worst was in Nixa, where Ray Peck was. They didn't yeah. start until almost nine forty. Wow, and. I guess Nixon called, like, well, <laughs> called it like Saturday. Well, Nixon called it like yeah. Peck the the back. like the Web City right. games, the, some other games that were down there bumped to Saturday. But if you're least some or you your Ray Peck, even though you're on the southern part of Kansas City, you're still two and a half hours out at the at yeah. the best. I guess Nixon called at like ten o'clock in the morning and said, "Hey, you want to move it up?" And Ray Peck was like, "We can't just make buses pop out of thin air." <sighs>
0: yeah you yeah. can't
1: make it happen like that. It's not, I think they were treating them like they were across town like hey, let's move it up. you guys get over here a little early and we'll go. It's like no, we're in freaking Kansas City. We can't just yeah go yeah. so they didn't get done till close to midnight <laughs> and Ray pack got I think that kind of hurt Ray pack in the sense of just they you know that all their offense is really high powered and they only scored fifteen points. I only gave up twenty seven um mm-hmm. to Nixa. so I think that says for your Nix side'd be really worried about at least on the North. You were yep. you were number one seed in name only. I think you're going to find out this week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any surprises from last week? Any any games that uh, j- jumped out at you? Some some results.
1: Well, one is uh, one that probably a lot of people hadn't even paid attention to, and still haven't. Even, if they're not paying attention, have knows? Pembroke Hill beat St. Michael and shut them out. Okay. They had been shut out by them thirty-five nothing earlier in the season. They beat them twenty-six to nothing. And you know, Coach Canopic and I were exchanges with text, and he's the chiefs coach of the week this week. And that was a one in four team. And now they're five and six. Uh, they've come a long way in a short amount of time. And um, they're playing holding in a district championship. I'd make Holden the favorite there, but Pembroke Hill, you know, they, he said, he goes, we had a great defensive game plan. Our kids played great in the elements, no drop, no drop snaps, no fumbles. He, you know, and, and, and it was one of those things that, you know, I, I think that's the that Pembroke Hill could win a district title. And I, they're a couple games into the season. I was wondering if they're going to win a game. Mm-hmm. And there one went away from a district title. So, I, you know, hats off to them. Other than that, it was pretty good. It was pretty well chalked. I mean, uh, I, I like Park Hill South going into that Park Hill game. Um, yeah, I you did they were, you picked them. I, I thought they were playing better. Um, I liked Ray Peck. They didn't get the win. Uh, I think Olay the Northwest was a bit of a stunner, but Olathe South had night, been. Olay
0: like the Northwest being like Olay the South, flipping a result from the regular yeah, season.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and someone had. Uh, watched last week and said that had given us, I think they gave us kudos to that. We said that Olathe Northwest had beaten the teams that they should beat. And that's the first step to becoming a a pretty good program. I think they were giving us a positive there. It was tough to tell Mm -hmm. on Twitter what what they were saying, but that's what Olathe Northwest had done. And then they go and beat Olathe South, which is a team that's probably equal to them or had played a little better, you know, had beat them the first time around. So, I mean, it's, you stepped up and you reversed the thing there, but uh, that's, you know, Olathe West and Olathe Northwest. In a spot, Lake Northwest Northwestern never made this this deep in the playoffs before, right? In almost twenty years, so this is a, a bit. They've won seven games, which if I if my math is correct, I don't think they've ever won seven games in a season before. Yeah, so they're they're definitely in a spot where they're. they're and I don't uh, believe
0: Olathe West has been this far in six A. Have they?
1: So yeah,
0: I can't hear you. I, I said I, I I don't believe uh, Olathe West has been that far in six A. Have you? Uh, are you? Are you yeah, not I hearing me?
1: I wasn't hearing you there. You hear me now? Yeah, it, it's kind of like if you talk when I talk, it was cutting out. Okay. So, all right. What was your question? We'll go from
0: there. <laughs> no, I said I don't think oh, like the West has been that far in six. Six,
1: they made the semis in five. A that one year, yeah. Um, and so, yes, this is one of those two teams is going to be in the semis, um, and and they are both playing. They are both playing great football. Great football. Um, and I, I'm excited about that game on Friday night. I think it's going to be one of the better games out there. And and it's cool to see. You know, we went into 6A this year going, well, we don't know. And it's if I'd have told you. There. I like it. It's I, some new blood. If I'd have told you Blue Valley. I think the only team that a lot of us would have agreed upon would be Blue there. Blue Valley West. Which is Blue Valley West, which going in two weeks ago, I don't know if we would have picked them.
0: Right. Early in the season, they weren't playing their best football. Now they're playing how we thought they'd play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Gardner, I mean, I think Gardner's the season went on, you could see him in that spot, and I think Olathe West as well. But Olathe Northwest has stepped in. I mean, there's no Olathe North, there's no Blue Valley Northwest, there's no Blue Valley North, there's no Blue Valley. Hmm. I mean, I, you know, I mean, those are the teams that have been in this, these, you know, these quarterfinals pretty consistently over the last five to seven years, and so it's no Shawnee Mission Northwest that's been in and out of there, yeah, um, a little bit so. Yeah, it's definitely 6A has done exactly what we thought it would do at the beginning of the season. So it's great to see, great, uh, you know, to see a team like, you know, Blue Valley West has never been to a 6A title game. Uh, Gardner's never been to a 6A title game. All four of those teams, whoever goes, will be there in a 6A title game for the first time. Yeah, so
0: Gardner, they were in the 5A title, right, when they played Hutch? Yeah, with Bubba. a 5A game. Yep, with Bubba. Yep. So, Uh, How about 4A in Kansas? I mean, Eudora, coming oh so close to knocking off one of the big uh, private schools.
1: Yeah, I think that says a lot about the frontier league and where they're at, and um, they played fantastic. And, and then they get now, um, Miege gets Piper, who went down and beat Chanute in double overtime. And I, <laughs> that was a third. What, what a game! By the way, did you oh, hear a crazy game? You know, I mean, I, I, I watched it online, and they I, went for two. Piper went for two, and they scored. Didn't get it, mm-hmm. but then uh, Chanute missed the PAT. They got it blocked. Yeah, yeah. missed the PAT on theirs. And then in double overtime, they went for two and got it. And I tell you, it's it's that was a crazy game to watch. Uh, and I encouraged people on Twitter that night that they needed to tune in and listen to the guys doing that game because they were so bad, they were good. And it was really – it was entertaining. I put on my tweet – What like, do you mean they were so bad? Oh, God, they were awful. The one guy doing – play by play goes, well, they played for 32 minutes and like that, and the guy goes, no, they played for 48. <laughs> uh, and then they didn't know the overtime rules. They're like this is like college, right? From the twenty five, and I think there's a former coach who's like, no, it's the, it's the and ten, and it's just that, yeah, they did, and there was a there was a delay because the, the they lost a bank of lights for a while, um, so oh, it was like nice. a twenty some minute delay, and they were talking during that, so, you know, it, it they were just comically bad, um, and and it was it was it, it, <laughs> Cole Young and I were like, I was like, you got to check these guys out, man, this is <laughs> this is brutal, <laughs> but ha- hey, have fun with it. So you know, settle in, call
0: your game. <laughs> yeah, you're not not everybody's gonna get uh you know uh you know, Mike Tirico. now yeah, Michaels not, on the broadcasts.
1: It's not Wyke and Bo Richter every night. You <laughs> no, know, can't,
0: you get, <laughs> uh, can't top Bo Richter. All right, let's uh look ahead here to the um basically the quarterfinals in Kansas and in big class in uh, Missouri, and then basically the sweet 16 in classes five on down in Missouri with your Big three games of the week. Let's start on the Missouri side. Smithville at Carney. Man, this is what a uh, defending state champ taking on probably the favorites this year in class four in Carney. Well, uh, yeah,
1: one of them and one of them. I, I think this is a game that both these teams knew when when that game was a, a missed field goal, the long field goal. I don't know. I mean, he would have had to, you know, crush that thing butker style. But um, uh, no, it uh it was a close game first time around they've all they've each of them have done is just handle their business all the way through. I mean, Carney got down to Belton the last week of the season and then just ran past him with like 28 straight points, you know, so maybe not a little focus for a quarter and a half for Carney, but Carney's done everything you can ask of a team. They've rolled and Smithville has too. So at Smithville, you know, in the, in the weather last week, Van Horn kind of hung around for a quarter and a half and then Smithville just kind of ran away from 32 to nothing, but it was like eight, nothing, 16, nothing there for a while. So that's a great game. I think, you know, the winner of that game should host um, the winner of center and uh, Nevada. Um, yeah. So that's a, like, either way, if, you know, Carney, if it's Carney and center, Carney would host. If it's Smithville, Smithville will host because they've be on the road. Um, if it's Smithville and Nevada, the only one would have to go on the road would be Carney if they won and Nevada won down there. So. Yeah. Um, trying to host that game should be a good one in class four I didn't realize how close it was
0: I'd forgotten 20 yeah. to 19 Carney won last time of course that's Smithville's only loss of the season I'm doing the math here and it's gonna be quick math since uh since it's typical Smithville team since Smithville allowed 20 points to Carney, they've given up a total of like 29 the rest of the season yeah I they've know. had they've Two, had some three, shutouts four, five, in there too it's like nine
1: games yeah yeah, their defense is is not doesn't have the you know the star power it did last year with Cody Salonsk and some of those guys, but they've they've got a good group that really runs the ball and tackles well and just play Smithfield football.
0: Yeah, that is Smithfield football right there. Also on the Missouri side, you have Park Hill South at Liberty North. Uh you know, Park Hill South have uh more magic in it to take over, uh to to take on and beat what has been the best team in the city all year long.
1: You know, last year this is a rematch of last year's district championship game, where Park Hill South had the one seed because they were undefeated. Liberty North had that loss to Bentonville first week of the season, so they mm-hmm. were at Park Hill South. Um, the the schedule's a little more apples to apples this year than it was last year. Park Hill South is playing fantastic. Briggs Barchosh, DJ Jones, the you know are, are just a one two punch. Uh, Gilroy is an outstanding linebacker for them. They've got good receivers. Uh, they know who they are. They, they've got a great identity. Liberty North's defense is unbelievable. Uh, last week, uh, Blue Spring South goes down and scores; it's six nothing, and next thing you know, it's twenty three to seven or twenty three to six, and with a safety from one Melvin Laster uh, yeah. in there as well. So um, that was one thing. I was talking to Rob Evans, who was on the call for Blue Spring South, and he said there was one play where they just they schemed Laster untouched into the backfield. He's like, "You can't, <laughs> you can't. That's <Yeah. laughs> one guy. You can't." Just let it run wild but now that defense is outstanding and I, I you got to go Liberty North on this one but but Park Hill South is dangerous um when you got a playmaker like Briggs Bartosh and, and he's got guys around him who can really do some things it's going to test it but we know the strength of Liberty North is that defense so mm. I think it's a fun game but uh yeah it's it's definitely going to be a good one
0: It's funny we're seeing these 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 teams um you know that are year in year out good like Liberty North like Smithville and Mill Valley it's they all. I mean, they hang their hats on defense. I mean, yeah. that is it. That is, that is how you win at the high school level. And um, I mean, just another year, another example of that. And seem especially in November, seems those those defenses get better and better. The harder it is to score, especially on on Friday night when it's an, a monsoon. It's uh, it's almost unfair when you get defenses like that out there.
1: Well, wow, and this week it's gonna be cold, so that ball's gonna be hard.
0: <laughs> it's really cold uh, in the thirties on Friday night. Uh, last but not least, uh, Odessa at Pembroke Hill,
1: uh, Hill. correct? At What's Pleasant that? Hill. At Pleasant, oh, Pleasant Hill.
0: Hill, sorry. Yeah. Uh, got my hills wrong. Odessa yeah, at Pembroke Hill it. in Class 3.
1: Yeah, you know, I, Odessa's playing fantastic. They rolled University Academy last Saturday. Pleasant Hill's just handling their business. Uh, you know, the only, thing, the only team that's even really come close to them is Center, who beat them. Um, yeah. I would expect Pleasant Hill to get the win here and then probably take on Maryville in the next round. We'll see. Uh, Savannah's a really good football team, and, Maryville's got to try and beat him for a second straight time. And uh and same with Pleasant Hill trying to beat Odessa. Um, you know, Odessa is not the team they've been uh when they were, you know, three, four years without losing a regular season game. Yep. Uh COVID year probably would have won another state championship. I think they were um playing as well as anybody. Uh, but Pleasant Hill's kind of usurped them right now. But I expect Mark Thomas to come out with a really good game plan and, and do everything they can uh to slow down that Pleasant Hill team.
0: Yeah, forty nine to seven, first time around back in September, <laughs> long uh, time ago. Yeah, got the win over uh, over Odessa. We shall see. That's a big three on the Missouri side. Over on the Kansas side, you've got uh, Piper and Miege. Uh And look, this should be a really good Piper. Piper's scrappy man. We talked about that that game they won last week over the one seed Chanute.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: uh, we talked last week too. And it kind of kind of came true this past week with. Eudora coming close to Miege, those 4A schools, especially up here in the Frontier League, aren't, aren't as intimidated uh, by, yeah. by Miege and Aquinas and St. James, maybe as they used to be.
1: Well, I think, you know, they've got a lot of good athletes on that Piper team. And they're well-coached. John Black has done a great job with that team this year uh, in his first year up at his alma mater. And uh, it, It's going to be a tough road. I mean, Miege is, is tough, but I think there's a lot of film that they can get, you know, look at from that Eudora game And Yudor had athletes, and they scored with them. Um, They just got behind, you know, one stagger behind, and couldn't keep. You know, there wasn't enough time for them Mm -hmm. to catch up. And uh, no, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting battle. I, you know, we've got Saint James and and, uh, Aquinas on the other side, so it should be. You you know, there's probably a pretty good chance you're still going to have two Catholic schools in the semifinals, but they, you know, Piper's playing with house money. I mean, they're you know, they went down to Chanute in a hostile environment, got that win. Played great. We're down two scores. Came back and got that tied. <coughs> Let me get a little coffee
0: here. No worries. I'll lead you to your next uh, big three games of the week, and uh, they're both from Kansas Class 6A. Yeah, Blue Valley West and Gardner Edgerton Olathe West and Olathe Northwest. Uh, similar to last week in the the four games. <laughs> In six A on the east side.
1: I could, I went back and forth on pretty much all of them. I'm going back and forth on these two. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, I like the way Blue Valley West is playing and around the ball right now. They're really physical, and that's gonna help you know the the they're gonna they will have seen a flexbone team in Aquinas, so that's not a, yeah. a mystery to them. They uh, saw them in well. the first
0: they, they they lost uh convincingly 31 to 7 to Aquinas. That was week one of the year, and we we've already established yeah. Blue Valley West is. Playing a different brand of football now.
1: Yeah, they flipped the switch when they got in the playoffs. Uh, and, and, you know, you talk about uh, Zach Darts, their their linebacker slash quarterback. I mean, he he does great things for them, Sage. Uh, Sage, uh, oh, I'm losing his last name. Their tailback is really good. Huffman? Uh, and Huffman, Sage Huffman. And I was going to call him Sage Rosenfels, but he's not the quarterback from Iowa State from the uh, early 90s, I think. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, no. no uh,
0: Sage would have been early 2000s, I think. Early 2000s, okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm making that old. Um, I'm that old. He's not. Um, No, I I think that they are playing tough and physical, and Gardner's playing tough and physical. That one's going to be a knockdown, dragout drag-out fight.
0: Late 90s. We were both. Late 90s. Kind of in
1: between. (laughs) (laughs) And then you look at Olathe West and and Olathe Northwest, and they're similar. They're physical. You know, Olathe West is going to give up some points. Olathe Northwest is playing fantastic. I mean, they, they are defensively held down that Olathe South team. They've been playing really well. So, I I love that the both those games. That's why they're both big three games. And then of course next week there's only three games on the Kansas side, so we know what those three games will be: the semifinal all the way around. Don't call yeah. them sub state, Grouse I i will i am good with that. Let's call them. I, I like I like I like NCAA
0: tournament terms: Final Four, mm-hmm. Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteen. Uh, just call it that. And I'm taking a look here. I don't think yeah. So it was a close game the first time around. Olate the West beat Olate the Northwest. I believe they had to come from behind. You get yeah. that win, but it was a thirty-one twenty-eight game, and that's a that yeah, could be a coin flip over in uh, six <laughs> A. <laughs> Let's take a look here. Battling, like teams, right here. Let's take a look here, because we're battling just like these teams are battling Let's take a look. Nobody feels down. sorry for me. Nobody feels sorry for me. I know that. P- predict these semifinals slash quarterfinals for next week. Do you think it's going to be Liberty North and CBC in Missouri Class Six? I think so. Um, Is it the same CBC? level of I've team, heard their defense team. is
1: not what it was. I I've, I've heard this is a gettable CBC team. Um and you know Liberty North last year in the state championship game came out got a turnover. You know if they go and punch that in for a touchdown I think it changes the entire um tenor of that game. Um but you know this year I think they're closer. I think their defense is better. I think they're they're more athletic. You know there are a lot of juniors and sophomores last year in that Liberty North team. You know who've yeah. never been there before. Never done that. Never you know never played to CBC. You know, they went down to Bentonville. That was a nice win. They played, you know, Rockhurst. They've done some things like that. But, you know, it's – you know, it was a big-time stage for them to get there for the first time. I think they've, they've got that mentality. You know, I, I – if they get past Park Hill South, I think they've got a good shot to get the state championship game. And I think if Lisa yeah. North gets past Nixon, which they should, uh, they'll the, – the Smets up there, uh, but – I think I think Lee Summit North has got a keg walk into the state championship game.
0: So you think Lee Summit North will play Desmet? You think Desmet will beat Rock Rockbridge?
1: Yes. Rockbridge has played no one. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. They they lost one game, Copy week that. one, or they, I think they lost late. Francis Howell beat them late, but week one they lost a Park Hill South team who didn't know who they were. Bartosh was not playing quarterback, uh, and they beat them easily. Park Hill South yeah. did, and you know midway through the season people were like, oh well, they're, they're, they should be ranked, and I'm like. No, no, they have not beaten anyone. And if they were in Kansas City, they'd be over. You know, and that's you know because they played a Park o South team that, you if you went and talked to Coach Palmer right now and said, "Were you any good in week one?" He'd probably tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's it goes back to when Blue Springs, I think it was thirteen, beat Rockbridge in the state championship game, and we're up like twenty eight to three at halftime or something, and just shut it down at that point. Ray Peck played them earlier in the year at Rockbridge. And Ray Peck beat him by like two touchdowns. And they're walking off the field. And the AD at Ray, at Rockbridge walks up to Tom Cruise, says, Man, we'll probably see you guys in the state championship game. And he goes, I looked at him like, Are you crazy? I'm like the fifth best team in my own town. <laughs> he's like, he's like, have you paid attention to what's going on? Over here? <laughs> and that's the kind of year we have in Kansas City right now. We've got we've got five, six teams. We got a lot of teams who are not playing who are good enough to go through that yeah. district and compete in other districts too. So it, it's, you know, it's a really good year. Nice. Um, good year in class
0: five, too. We have Grain Valley playing Raytown. Yes. Fort Osage playing Oak Park. Who gets out of those games?
1: I like Grain Valley. Um, They're playing fantastic. I like Fort Osage, but Oak Park is, that was a five point game. First time around, that was a back and yeah. forth game. Um, So that's That's closer to a coin toss there. Uh, But Fort Osage and Grain Valley have been playing the best along with Oak Park. Those three teams and really Raytown, the last month of the season, those four teams are there for a reason. I just feel like we're we're barreling towards a Green Valley Fortosage Osage week one rematch, where I would assume it'll be a much better looking game than the one I watched on Spectrum in Week One because that was horrible. They both nice. put them on the ground a ton. It was not it, it was like that's I think that's where I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I thought these teams were gonna be really good. They don't look very good. And so it <laughs> took us a while to kind of get, you know, that neither one of those teams started off great. And so you know, they now look like the teams that I think if, these are the four teams. I think Oak Park was a bit of a surprise. Uh, but after about week six, I think that, that surprise was gone. Um, and then they've proven that they're yeah. they're a really good football team. Uh, and young. Arizona, class four. Oak Park is young.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> You're young. It's been one of the best stories of the year. King Clemens this year in Kansas City, high school football. In class four, center and Nevada, Carney, and Smithville. I know you like center, correct? Who wins that Carney Smithville
1: game? I'm gonna have to make that pick later today, so I probably need to get I I second time around, I like Smithville, I think, but Carney has answered every question that has been put in front of him. And it's at Carney. I mean, I, I know, I know we're two coaches out from the Greg Jones era, but you didn't go into Carney and win playoff games. It just doesn't happen. I mean, they are. So good at home, and I think that that is going on right now. So I don't know, I, I'm gonna give a slight lean to Smithville, but Carney definitely is a team that has done everything that has been asked of them, yeah, and deserve to be where they're at.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And is is, St. Is Mary still the team to beat in that class?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I think that the center probably has the speed to match up with them. Uh, I also did get an email. Stating that uh, Smithville and Carney have plenty of speed, and that Carney won the Class Four State Championship, and I said, "Okay, we'll see," because we talked about the team speed that Center has. Uh, right, that's the one thing I think that people, you know, yeah, they've got the offensive firepower can hang fifty on anybody. I think the thing that Center has that people don't really understand is the speed on their defense. They close down. They close down on you with angles that you yeah. don't. That you thought you had that they don't. So we'll see. They got uh, you know. There's there's a good chance. Center's going to play one of those teams next week, so we'll see. But I like Center over Nevada because I think they'll just—I think they've got too much offense and and their team speed is too good. Do
0: you think Pleasant Hill does it again over Odessa?
1: I think so. Um, Like I said, I like a Pleasant Hill Maryville matchup that next round. Though Savannah's a good team, but I I just think Maryville's playing really good football, and I think their schedule that they played—you know, Lutheran North, Blair Oaks, and teams like that—that have really gotten them in position to where you know there's teams that that they've played already this year that. They look across the sideline and go, "We've already beaten teams better than you." Yeah. So that and they've got that kind of DNA in them. So I like. I think a Maryville Pleasant Hill is definitely going to be the game to watch there.
0: Class two, we've got uh, I believe Pembroke Hill and Richmond. Anybody else kind of in the area?
1: Pembroke Hill, Holden, Richmond, Lafayette
0: County. I'm sorry, as far as area teams go, Richmond and Pembroke Hill,
1: and I guess Lafayette County too. Yeah, you know I. That was, a, that was a close game, 18 to 10, the first time around Lafayette County and Richmond. I feel like Lafayette County is going to play a little better. Not, not being said, Richmond has done everything they need to do. The Holden Pembroke Hill game is great. Coach Dean, talk about two coaches who have done a fantastic job with their team. Coach Deaner took that team that was 0 for two years ago and has built them in the spot where they're at now, where the only games that they've lost is to Mid Cannon, who's a state ranked team, Lafayette County and Richmond. Those are the only three games, and they lost close to oh. Richmond and, and Mid Cannon. So, uh, and then you look at Pembroke Hill, you see what they've done um late in the season. And they played some pretty good teams down the stretch. So I, I think I'm gonna give the lean to the to the top seeds in the, in both those districts of Holden and Lafayette County. East Buck and Midbuck in class one, a rematch. Does East Buck get it done again? I think so. I, that was a close game. It was 14 to 12 at halftime. they scored 34 points. Yeah. In the third quarter. Uh I, I think East Buck, their their depth really shows up this time of year. Um, you know but they've they've got sixty some kids and they really can just pull away from you in games. and I think that's really gonna help them down the line. And then the other one's Adrian and Butler. Adrian uh, had a little rough spot there at the end of the year. they lost to Tipton. um I, I think if they're healthy, they've got to shut the knock off the of one seed there at Butler.
0: Yeah. over in Kansas six a who's who's gonna be in the in the semifinals substate. To the layperson, and I'd be semi-finalist, I guess. To the layperson, uh, final four basically out of Blue Valley West and Gardner, Olathe West and Olathe Northwest. Who, who do you see playing November eighteenth?
1: I'd say West West, which means it's probably Gardner Northwest.
0: <laughs> right there, there you go. It's funny on the uh, on the west Very side fun. of Kansas, it's kind of wild west too. There's there's so much, there's so many good teams. There's no like great team that's usually Derby out ahead of the back. Derby's part of it, but they're not. They're not Derby, Derby like they usually are. You got Manhattan, Wichita Northwest, Derby, Washburn Rural. Those are those are two pick'em games, too, almost.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people were just expecting Wichita Northwest to kind of step up, but they got beat by Manhattan earlier. Uh and Derby. So, you know, they haven't kind of taken that big step. And but you're right. I, you know, I, I until I see a Manhattan in a state championship game, that's when I'll believe it. I still think it's probably Derby or Wichita Northwest. Washburn rural's a good team too, and they played a lot of teams. Um from the metro this year, uh and, and yeah. got some good wins. You know, uh, DeSoto and, and Piper beat the, both of them, beat yeah. handle Piper. And, and that's DeSoto's <laughs> only loss. And yeah. it was a close game,
0: and that that transition us transitions us here to uh class five A in Kansas. DeSoto's still alive, playing great football, really good defense, taking on Blue Valley Southwest, which should be a great game, all green there, and then Mill Valley and Pittsburgh. Who gets out of those two games to play in the semis? I, I
1: think Mill Valley will squeak by. Think so. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, no, they're gonna roll. Um DeSoto in Southwest is a toss up game. Uh Dylan Dunn, the quarterback from Southwest, is playing great. Um, and you know, I think in Southwest's mind, and and nothing against DeSoto, they look across the field and they're like, you know, what would DeSoto do in our league? You yeah. know, I mean, who would they who would they beat? You know, I think there there's a couple games in there, but um and also they've seen a flexbone team in St. Thomas Quest. So that, say, they got that.
0: They play Aquinas this year. Do they have they seen the Flexbone? Yes, they
1: have. So, you know, um they didn't play St. James this year. That's the one they didn't play. They didn't play St. James. But uh no, they played Aquinas, so they've seen the Flexbone. I think I don't know. I'm I'm not know i am not gonna make a pick on that one yet because I still have to make one later on my own show. So I will I will I'll make be- one of
0: that uh, USD two three two showdown. I think it's gonna be <laughs> Mill Valley and DeSoto and what would be the biggest game in you know that school district's history in the in the semifinals. Similar in five a You got you got Mays and Hutch and Hayes still alive on, on the on the west side. Mays is just rolled through teams obviously this year. They beat Derby in a close game. Um, But uh, a lot of parity, or a lot of good teams, I should say, yeah. uh, out west as
1: well. I don't think they play that much defense out there.
0: They don't. I, I think. It's a I think that uh, that's what that's footage, what would help uh, a Desoto
1: yeah. or a, a, a Mill Valley or even a Blue Valley Southwest. They play yeah, a little more defense on this side, so that that's yeah. going to help them stay championship time. All right, who's in
0: the uh, semifinals for four A? Is it uh, is it going to be? Uh, I think uh, Miage, private school. Private school, and so which ones? And Saint James. Me St. James? Yes, well, you're gonna be a third straight year of that in the semifinals. Oh yeah, I guess it would
1: be. So I, I oh, like yeah. defensively what St. James does in their front seven, and they've they've they were able to to beat the Not that it's gonna be easy, and if don't and it's you know if you're St. James, don't let them get up two touchdowns on you, because right. then you're playing from behind, and then you know, Sean Carroll. Will be running down your throat, so it's it, that's what it is there. But I, I think St. James is going to get it just because I like their front seven on defense. But man, that's going to be a knockdown dragout fight. I don't
0: believe we have any teams left in uh, Kansas three A. Which no,
1: is Bishop because... Ward Bishop Ward got crushed by Holton. <laughs> yeah, great season with them though. Will, Wellsville lost Wellsville got the close
0: game, and that's fine because Andale is just going to lay waste to any opponent they see. Yes,
1: they're unbelievable. There, I mean, do they have the second longest winning streak in the nation now? Somebody said.
0: I know it's the longest in Kansas by far. I mean, they're I think in the it's uh, somebody.
1: Somebody who was won, lost. Who had the longest streak in the nation? I think got beat last week, and I was seeing something on Twitter that maybe Andale was now number two in the nation.
0: Yeah. So I don't see an ending soon either.
1: <laughs> no, they're pretty dominant, and and when they got rid of the dumb four A one, four A two, and went to six classes, yeah, Andale just slid right in there. Where they yeah, they did. Dominate they're going to dominate that class for a long time. So yeah, it's three it uh, A's. Definitely that There's any, uh, any,
0: before we get out of here, any Simone award candidates, um, you know, up their, you know, their, their game, you know, campaign harder last week, make a, make more of a case or any guy, anybody jump into the Simone candidate pool from, uh, well, from I'm going to
1: say, I'm going to say Mason McGravin from Olathe West is starting to, that's his name in there. He is a
0: he is a guy, and that is a team that it's similar to Blue Valley West. So many expectations at the beginning, they
1: didn't play as well at the beginning First of the season. Three weeks and then they, but they
0: the back dominated. half of the season, <laughs> they've been great, and he's been great.
1: I, I like him jumping in there. You know, we got some guys who are already in the clubhouse, and Oatus and Kendrick Bell. Um, I Briggs Bartosh went in the head to head with Bell, that puts him in the conversation. I, I think he's solidly in the top ten. Um, I think Van Dyne is solidly in the top ten, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's it. It's kind of interesting. You've got some other, you know, i don't say fringe guys. But there's some guys people don't talk about. There's an Eddie McLaughlin who's a you know a dual threat guy at Leavenworth, put up huge numbers for them. Um, Dylan Dunn has put up big numbers mm-hmm. for Southwest the last few weeks. So those those two guys in five, and then you know that's who's kind of left in in six A is the same way we talked about McGavern. Um, you know, and at least some of the North has about five guys who touch the ball, so they don't really have yeah. – I'd say Kagan Green off their team, the offensive lineman. Tell me, man, so I might, at,
0: be, uh, might be voting for one of those uh, yeah, the Bell candidates uh, for Simone or one of those uh, defensive yeah. guys,
1: one of those linemen. Think, and then, you know, like an Indra Kill from North Kansas City, um, There's th- that could be on the ballot in the top ten. Uh, Buchanan, so Buchanan candidates, sorry. Yeah, I'm Buchanan, Buchanan yeah. candidates. Uh, so it's I, – I think that's probably a, a list right now. Uh, to look at, uh, you know, that, that are probably the, 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 guys in there, but you know, Van Dyne keeps going, throwing a couple touchdowns a week and no interceptions Mm -hmm. that starts to jump off the page at you. And if they, you know, they get some big wins, you know, we saw Conrad Holly a few years ago, uh, get it, you know, best player, best team kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, You know If they were to go deep that he would definitely have that, but you know, Zach, a guy like Zach Darsh is interesting for blue Valley West because he's, he was on the ballot as a linebacker last year for the Buchanan, mm-hmm. and I and he will be on the ballot for the Buchanan too. But yeah, he's also playing quarterback. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I I need to get a snap count on him, and this week is a good week to see how much you know you know because they, they split some time with Nagy, the to spell Darsh at QB, yeah. but if you know if he's getting every snap at quarterback and playing, a lot of snaps you know majority of snaps on defense. You, you don't get that. We haven't had a two way guy like that. No, probably since. All, I would Harrison say Jet Deneen
0: should have been close last year. Yeah, Jet Deneen. He was the Kansas, I mean, 6A defensive player of the year. Yeah. And he was also a Simone candidate for his play at, uh, at and uh,
1: Stubblefield. We left out Stubblefield that they got beat. So, yeah. I mean, Stubblefield's in that mix as well. So, you know, those are kind of the ones there. And, and like I said, Darsh is one to keep an eye on. Um, I think he's definitely in the Buchanan conversation um and you know he's one of the leading tacklers i think in the state of kansas he was last year i think he is this year too so yeah it's it, it it'll be interesting that'll we'll you'll start to see some of that stuff come out um probably next week we'll have and then we'll be media meeting will happen we gotta get that scheduled <laughs> 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 to get that going but then the voting will take place over thanksgiving weekend
0: sounds good like you mentioned should be a cold one on uh friday night. Uh, yes I will not, not be allowed, going
1: out to a game Friday night with the way get my, the
0: gloves on where you can the ones that where you can still get on your phone, okay? Yes. Because at, at halftime or whenever during your game if you're outside, check out prepskc.com. Um as there's it's it's it it takes less time now these next few weeks because there's there's fewer games. We got yes. only a handful of teams left and there'll be half those teams left uh going into the week uh week after next. So,
1: yeah, it's uh we we will be down to I think I think ten games next week, assuming Lee Summit North wins. Next game. week, next Friday. Yes, next Friday. I think it's yeah. ten, maybe eleven, <clears throat> um, because yeah. if if Adrian wins down there, because there's you know, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun week and setting up the quarter fi- uh, class one through five quarterfinals on the Missouri side are gonna be pretty pretty nasty yeah this and this week we should make really up for games.
0: maybe a lack of great games the previous two weeks this is the start of a two-week stretch where yeah you typically have your best football in Kansas City
1: yeah you know I mean P- Piper Chanute was great <laughs> <laughs> that was the game more of, those of the week yes week. I'd love for that I'd hopefully have some of that this weekend and next week so we'll see how it goes yep
0: awesome for Dion I'm Mick we'll see you next time right here on snap Tag a pod